You're listening to Chaotic Logic. You're listening to Chaotic Logic. Chaotic Logic. You're listening to Chaotic Logic. You're listening to Chaotic Logic. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chaotic Logic. Sitting in front of me on the pink mic is... My name is Jeff. And sitting to my right on the red mic is... Eric. And I am... uh, Eric. Eric. And I am, (laughs) of course, am Charlie. I put my name last this time. I threw up. I threw up. I I threw out the... Program. I changed I, it up. I mixed it up with your tone of your name. We're so chaotic. <laughs> I almost said your last illogic. Name. I do it all the time. I know. I was like, oh. Oh. Johnson, um, geriatric. Johnson. How are you guys doing? <laughs> What's going on? How's the the week's been? How's it been? What's okay. going on? How you doing? I've had a a little question for you guys because I've been getting a lot of shit about this from my wife. Oh, oh. yeah. So, I like peanut butter, okay? Okay. <laughs> I um, already like this. Where are we going? Are we going right, to... Never mind. Three months ago, she bought a four-pound jar of it. Holy fuck. And nice. I ate it. In <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How long ago? For three months. You you got it three months ago, and you and it's four pounds of peanut butter. Yeah. I can't even comprehend I, that. I, I, no, I just... I, want, I wanted I to build it. a picture. You've, you've eaten it. Yeah. How long did that take you? Three months. He just said. No, he said three he, three months. Oh, it did take you the solid three months. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was like, you were gonna say in about two weeks afterwards. Yeah. Is that? Is that an absurd amount of peanut butter over three months? It's Do you still have the jar? Just chance? over. I I'm gonna say just no. over one pound a month. How much is a normal jar of peanut butter? Like a pound? No. I think it's less. I'm gonna Google this right now because yeah. I ate a jar of peanut butter on Comic Con weekend. Mm-hmm. How big was the jar? Oh, Gippy. Yeah, the big ones. That's Four what pounds. About. It's like I don't know if I've ever seen a. How thing. heavy is a jar of peanut butter? A normal jar of peanut. For context, I mean for comparison. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, us. yeah. Across, I feel like a, a. It's what? So it's just over a pound a month. Four pounds in three months. So you're like 1.33333. Quick, how much is 16 ounces? To a pound. 16 ounces is a pound? Yeah. Okay, pound that's a normal a... one. Okay. I mean, in a, I, could, I, I did a normal one in three days. Okay. Wow, that's I'm a lot of peanut butter that in was, three days. I mean, I, it was Comic-Con, and peanut yeah. butter sandwiches were super cheap. I'm looking wow. pretty good then. I, I, I would go to I would go to the hotel room for breakfast. Yeah. I mean, for, I'd wake up, I'd make a PB and J sandwich and pay potato chips. Yeah. I'd go about my dad, come back for lunch, and I'd have it for dinner. Wow, that's a lot of peanut butter. Um it, she, it, it is, but it's cheap and in, in cost. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally good with you. And I was there alone, nobody was going out or to dinner or anything. You guys all kind of paired off with your significant others. Yeah. Bastards. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she thinks it is absurd that I ate. Just over one pound of peanut butter. See, I, I, I can tell you over that, a month. That weekend, I, got, I don't think it is. I got really sick of peanut butter. <laughs> I so think my, I was like, I, I don't know how you could have went past that threshold. No, I think your wife is right because between me, my wife, and my son, and my son eats a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day with me for lunch. We both do. We get through one jar in like a month. A regular pound, one 
regular one pound every jar. day. I I don't think you're eating two PBJ sandwiches a day. No, but I, when I get home from lunch, I get my kid a PB and J every day for lunch. And you eat one, and I eat one too. So that's two a day. Yeah, every day for a month. And you thinking that lasts a month? Just about, yeah. Not not every two weeks, like your your paydays. No, like maybe every like every other grocery, every other sh- shopping trip. We go about every two weeks. Yeah, so I'd probably I said we get through. A I mean, that's off. a really thin PB and J. Yeah, it's just not that's, very heavy handed. That's that's a that's a paper thin spread, bro. Maybe because I like, fucking load it on there. Well, no, I, I don't. I, I'm, I'm not a huge. Pe- I'm not I, a huge I at least fan. have what two tablespoons minimum. Yeah, that's not per, per right. piece per sandwich. Okay, per, yeah, I thought you like per piece of bread. I was like, you're fucking crazy. Um, you don't put it on both sides of the bread unless you're putting another ingredient on. Like you'd have the peanut butter on one side and jelly on the other side. Yeah, that, I'd prefer a peanut butter sandwich over jelly PB and J any day. I put a that's I put a, a decent little layer on both sides of bread mm-hmm. and then a little bit of jam on each side of bread and then I put them together. I mean, that's a good question. What's yeah, your sure. signature PB like your peanut butter sandwich? Yeah. What your peanut butter sandwich of choice? So anything you can do with it. So. Egos as my bread, and then mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Um, I think for me it would be English muffin. Crunchy. Ooh, that's a good, good, good one too. English, it is a good uh, one. Or English muffin, crunchy peanut butter. Yes, it has to be crunchy. Has to be crunchy, and then like either orange or strawberry marmalade. I like I like to get like some some bakery fresh loaf of white bread. Mm-hmm. And then I, 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 I smear on my creamy peanut butter. And I know you're saying you need that crunch for the, the what? But here's yeah. where I, I get Potato it. Chips. I put a, a slice of craft um, Singles on it, cheese. What? And then I crunch potato chips on it. Peanut butter, oh. cheese, and chips? Mm-hmm. <sighs> no jam or jelly? Nope. That's a salty, dry, terrible mess. And then, then you have a, a, a glass of milk with it. Gross. What? Go- it's not gross. It's not gross. Gross. What? What is with you with ruining cheese? It doesn't ruin cheese. It's a craft single on a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, cheese and what? Cheese, especially that shitty. You cheese. don't think dairy goes good with peanut butter? I do, but it like does, but shitty craft American okay, cheese. You're act- Charlie, you're acting like. Um, he did when we put peanut butter on apples. No, because that makes sense. You're a crazy yeah, but person. To him, but to him, that's how you're responding. Have a you craft tried it? single. Have you tried it? No, and I then, will. Yeah. But a craft <laughs> single on peanut butter and like what chips? That is wild. Ruffles. You got wild. You got, you got, oh, oh, and the I worst mean, chip of no, all no, time. No, no, no. It has to be the thicker the potato chip, the better. So the like, worst chip of all time. It doesn't have to be ruffles, but I like thick. Potato chips, like a good kettle chip, maybe. Yeah, like a good kettle chip will work too. I, don't I, know. I like Lay's are just too thin; they don't add the right crunch. Yeah. I don't like the crunch. I would, I would use Lay's, La- like, like classic, just yellow. I would, I, yeah. I mean, they don't because then you're just getting crunch and no flavor. I'm I mean, there. there's there's no crunch in in Lay's and peanut butter sounds good actually. I know, but it, it, I would pe- try that. You guys yeah. underestimate how much the peanut butter overpowers the chip texture. Well, because this goes back to your question, like I don't put as much peanut butter. I still have kind of a thin layer on each piece of bread. I don't do a whole lot of peanut no, butter. No, I, I have a good smathering of peanut butter. Yeah, I like a thick layer of peanut butter. I yeah. like a good bite. And that yeah. cheese separates between the, the chips and the... Um, oh, no, the cheese is wrong, Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeff, it doesn't Jeff, cheese is so it, wrong. It, I mean, a deli cheese works too, but I'm like, that's pretty expensive cheese for this kind of sandwich. Yeah, you don't want to waste good cheese on that. I don't want to put any cheese on a peanut butter sandwich. You haven't tried it. You don't know. I mean, I'm gonna try it. I have peanut butter and cheese in my house. I'm gonna yeah. try it when I go home. Like, I've got chip, good I mean, sharp cheddar. You don't put chips. On, I mean, it's 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 okay, but with chips is what clears it, man. 
I learned this when I was in like fourth grade. No, and like, that's you need just what something. You need something wet. You need some jam or jelly. I just can't get there. Yeah, Sorry. I can't. I can't cheese and peanut butter. Uh, 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 mm. I had jalapeno chips at con. I do love a good jalapeno chip on my peanut butter sandwich. Nope, <laughs> that's where you went wrong. Um, wow, <laughs> that. But yeah, I'm not insane, right? No, I think you're just okay. over a pound over a month isn't that much. I wouldn't right? say so, but I'm like 400 pounds. I think it's too much. I think you're eating too much peanut butter. Yeah, I think you're eating too much peanut butter. I, 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 think, I think that's one of those only foods, like I think that's one of those foods you can't eat consistently. Oh, I can't. Or it starts to change things. Now, how are you eating your peanut butter though? Like you seem to like, are you wild, eating other things with it or just peanut butter? Like spoonfuls of peanut butter. Usually, it is a PBJ. Okay. I also love it on my French toast. Okay. The reason I don't and, do the jam is because it's yes, sweet. I am a huge fan of just heating it out of the jar you're using it for. Oh, spirit. you have no idea how many times I've walked into the kitchen. My wife is just four knuckles deep in a fucking four yeah. knuckles, four, deep, four in knuckles deep in like a, a fucking <laughs> thing of peanut butter. Like man. she's shoving shit in her mouth. Yeah, she no. uses her fingers. No, okay, no, this, say no this is canon now in real life. If <laughs> anybody just ever meets Charlie's wife, feet. she's just that in the kitchen a... with her fucking <laughs> hand in the jar. <laughs> God. Jesus, yeah. Well, like I can't not picture her doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, honey. Oh, you don't listen to this. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. She that's... has her own jar. That's yeah. her jar of peanut God, butter. I'm like, I can only Every imagine. Every jar of peanut butter is her jar. You guys remember I don't really, get, yeah. getting peanut butter on your fingers mm-hmm. and like it won't come off. It just oh, sounds yeah. like a terrible experience. Yeah. Yeah, it just My smears kid... in deeper and then it crumbles off. It's yeah. Like, it's my fucking you gotta, like, kid, rub it like yeah, this until it... and like imagine knuckle deep in it. That's so oh, yeah. gross. Just, no, you that's my things. just getting your fucking. <laughs> no, that's my fucking kid. <laughs> no, like I said I give him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with some yogurt and fruit every day. Yeah. So <laughs> two days ago, um, I give him his lunch. I, I sit him down to eat. And I'm turned around doing some other shit. I turn around. I'm peeking on him like every thirty seconds. Like it's kind of thirty twenty five seconds. Kind of peeking. I'm looking at him like cleaning and doing shit and i look over he's fine clean child good look away do something for a couple minutes turn my head look back at him and all i see is his hair is just bloop, and i'm looking <laughs> at him from behind and his hair is straight up i'm like what the fuck i get around and get a, a front view of him he had gotten two big one handful of yogurt one handful of the peanut butter off like wiped all the peanut butter off the sandwich and just went blap wiped all over his face and all up in his hair and then was just kind of going like this it looked like he And it was had, only a couple seconds, Charlie. No, like I said, it was like 35 seconds, 30 seconds, as I'm like, have my back to him as I'm doing dishes. And then, <laughs> no, I don't do that when my kids are around. Um, and then I turn around, and yeah, just covered. Just fucking cake, like a thick layer of yogurt on he his face. Like he, he's like, Daddy, I'm a snack. Yeah, he's like, he went, pa. Just like pie in the face to himself with yogurt and then all the peanut butter in the hair. I'm ready for battle. That his hair after that I was just like silky smooth, right? No. I was like, this fucking kid. I was like, I wiped him as best I could. I was like, you're getting a bath later. I'm not gonna fuck with it. I'm just putting you to bed. I heard peanut butter is good for your hair. No, it is. It's especially if you're like you're trying to get um dreads, put a little bit of peanut butter in there and it just it helps the process. Peanut butter dreads? Yeah, peanut but put Peanut butter, yeah, honey. Dude, I already don't imagine like dreads smell I, very good. They don't. I could buy that. Yeah, no peanut butter, honey, mayo. There's I all like kinds the, of things you can do. I like the smell of peanut butter. Yeah, there's all things you can good. do to help your dreads. You like stick. the smell of like old peanut butter that's been collecting dust. 
I didn't say that. I just <laughs> no, said I like that's the smell. That's all I smell butter. when I think about I, somebody like. I'm just gonna put it in my hair that I'm never gonna wash out. <laughs> we gotta move on, or this episode's gonna be called "We Talk About Peanut, peanut Butter." butter. <laughs> we talk about peanut butter. I mean, there's a lot of applications. We keep there fucking. Is. We keep fucking doing this. We, we have like 18 different things we wanted to talk <laughs> about, <laughs> and then Eric just throws off guys peanut butter, <laughs> and then we talk about it for 45 fucking minutes. I mean, it's a it's a utility food, really. And, and I'm not a. Like, I've said it before. I'm not protein, a, high calorie. No, I, and I've delicious. said this before. I'm not a huge peanut butter guy. Mm-hmm. I really don't like peanut butter that much. But in order to get my kid to eat it every day and just eat it, I'm like, it's a quick, easy meal for both of us. Yeah, it's fucking should, healthy. Tonight, you should go home, put some peanut butter on bread, some chips and cheese, and crush it together. I'm, I'm in gonna. front of them, crush it so it makes that sound in front of them and just give it to them. Is it, that kid It'll change his life. A, if that kid is awake by the time I get home, I'm going to be pissed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> put oh, that boy man, to bed. It's, it's so been, bright out. Yeah, I know. It's fucking <laughs> summer. It's weird. Um but, I mean, like I said, I'm not a huge peanut butter guy in general, but I think 1.33333 continued pounds of peanut butter a month is a little much. Because is she helping you eat it, or is that just no, you? No, it's just me, baby. And that's crunchy. Yep. That's a lot of okay. fuck, That's a lot of fucking crunchy peanut butter. I, I would say a month. I'd be like Eric. No, two months. I'd be like it's believable, but still a little much. Three months. I'm like, I don't think it's a problem. It's like him getting in three small jars. Yeah. In, three I mean, regular, four, really I'm sorry, think about four it. small jars. That's a in, jar a in, week. In three months. That's a well, no, 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 no. That's what we're talking about. Sorry, a jar a month. Well, a That'd regular be, jar. It, it'd be three no, weeks yeah. for him. That'd be a jar every three weeks. Kind yeah. of, you just said you go through a jar a month. So you're I, just yeah, behind I guess, him. Yeah, but that's for three people. I'm eating two sandwiches at a time every time I make sandwiches. So, guess the same come out as you. Yeah. No, I think he's, he's not eating that though, but he's consuming the same quantity. Plus, yeah, I think you're putting on, on a lot more peanut butter than I am. Though. On the side, I'm also doing the from the jar, and I eat French toast a lot. Dipping fruit in it? No, never. <laughs> kind of want to. I do love apples and peanut butter. Either peanut butter or the fruit. Either one's getting ruined in that scenario. The tartness of a good green apple and peanut butter. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's dope. It's so good. Carrots and peanut butter. Carrots and peanut butter is good. Yeah. I like carrots and peanut butter. Um, it's one of the only ways I could choke down celery unless it's fresh. Same. Yeah, I'm not a big celery guy. And that's yeah, which is weird for me because I love vegetables. Stringy. Yeah. I don't like how it's stringy. Anymore. Yeah. You know what else happened since huh. the last time we talked together? What? I got the new D&D book. The, the, yeah. The uh, Monsters of the Multiverse. Yeah, Monsters of the Multiverse. It, it changes some things, guys. Yeah. Well, there's big changes coming to D&D in the next couple of years. So Probably, yeah. yeah. They, they, they've recently acquired D&D Beyond. We talked about that before. But like this book... We, we we talked about uh, five point five edition coming out mm-hmm. eventually down the road. I think for those uh, of you that are interested in Dungeons and Dragons, I think twenty twenty three. I think midpoint mid second quarter twenty twenty three is what they're aiming for. I believe. Yeah, so it's it's introducing this mechanic to make it easier on DMs. Like they're focusing a lot on that. Is is how do we help DMs more? Yeah. So all these creatures have like these innate abilities. Like the, the, like spellcaster stuff still have spells, but they're mm-hmm. usually more utility. Yeah, their action attack stuff. Is like a instead of I'm gonna cast Firebolt or I'm gonna cast Eldritch Blast. It's it's I'm gonna um, use my ability Arcane Burst, which is depending on the level of the character that's fighting is um, just gonna be you roll to attack x amount of force damage or something like that. And it, it leaves it to the DM like you can flavor it however you want. Maybe it's fire damage if you're an Invoker. Maybe mm-hmm. it's it's <clears throat> something else if you're a different type of caster. Yeah. Um, I feel like that kind of vanillas it out a little. Well, I guess I don't think it vanillas it out. I, I think it, it yeah. streamlines stuff. Mm-hmm. It makes it, and then like on the big spells, it's no longer like uh, here's how many spell slots and you choose in between one. I'm like you can use each of these once a day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's just it 
it's all around streamlining combat, which we all know can get a little bit redundant. Especially when you got like bigger tables and stuff like that. Well, I think they've talked about they're going to move away from spell slots for players as well. I, I thought I haven't like, heard anything about that yet. There's <clears> not really many character options in this. It's just the, the playable races and stuff are all now isolated in one book. One book, yeah. So anybody playing in like adventure leagues and stuff can can know just, what they got. No, I mean like instead of taking four or five different books to the table, oh, yeah. this can be one of their two. Because yeah. that's usually the rule of of like the adventure leagues. Yeah, you get um you get the DM or the player's handbook and then two extras, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's kind of like something new happened to me this last week. Like, I completely forgot I pre-ordered this thing, and it shows yeah. up on my door. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and speaking like, oh, a gift for me! <laughs> speaking, speaking of pre-ordered, where's my wrestling book? Oh, let's. I can take a look at that. Yeah. Sherbert also got some coming, too. Oh, okay, okay, my yeah. eye for that. Um, speaking of, I'm actually pretty excited to get that book, and I like that they're condensing everything into one book. It just makes it so much easier. Um... I don't know. I'm I'm interested but worried about what will happen with 5.5, what that's going to mean. Um, I know there's going to... Charlie, it was delivered on the 18th. That's not good. Two days ago. Tell us right, Wednesday. I'll, right, I'll double check. Um, <laughs> it's probably so, sitting in a box somewhere, and you're like... Doo-doo-doo. Well, no, because we have a mail thing where it's like it's two big boxes, and they give you a key, and you, it doesn't matter. Even Amazon packages? Yeah, everything goes into a... Oh, all right. Yep. But um, so probably I'll, I'll, lost it to your neighbor. Yeah. Well, it's a whole thing. Anyway, I'll go check. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah. you should yeah. text your wife right now. Please check the mail. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, it's it feels like D and D Wizards of the Coast, whatever you call it, is kind of making a bit of a push. They have their first big, like, major studio movie coming out soon. Um, oh yeah, with Chris Pine, Michelle well, Rodriguez, Hugh Grant. Oh, the first one by the company, not just like affiliated with the name. Yeah, because the first D movie wasn't. Yeah, super great. Well, and D and D wasn't as nearly as big as it is right now. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, piggybacking off the success of the Critical Role TV show, the Critical Role stream, um, and, you know, Dimension Twenty. It's all like their D and D is in the zeitgeist these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm hoping it's good. I really like the guy who wrote it. Um, I feel bad. His name is escaping me right now. He was the one of the main character in Freaks and Geeks, um, back oh, in Eric. the day. Oh my Jesus God. Christ! Was, Eric. That a, was it a melon ball right there? Yeah. No, Eric just letting gas. Is that the peanut butter? That was a peanut butter for you. Yep. Nice. Yep. Okay. Um, God. Yeah. Um, he was the main character in Freaks and Geeks, and then he was the psychologist <laughs> in Bones. Um, sweets. He uh, mm. wrote and directed it with. Oh, his. he did. Yeah, he wrote oh, this. Cool. He's a huge D and D guy from like back in the day. Huge nice. D and D guy. Um, and then you'll get fingers Chris, crossed, fingers crossed, yeah. But with that, with them buying DD Beyond, which has um it's, fairly quickly become the one and only app people are using for DD, like every major streamer that's what they're using. Like, if they can make a movie to the same caliber as the, the cinematics from Boulder Skate, yeah, I would die. Well, it's live action, I know, but yeah. I'm like, I'm saying to the same quality, okay, yeah, the yeah, quality yeah. that was put into that. Well, because yeah, it's D&D, so I'm sure there will be a lot of CG and shit like that. Um, no, they can just hire a beholder, <laughs> yeah. Um, from what I've, from, I haven't seen, I haven't, I don't think they've released a full budget yet and cost the movie, but from what I've heard, it's a pretty big, they got a lot of money. You think that dude movie. from Dragonheart is still available? <clears throat> oh, god, I'm sure he's I, I not doing much. I don't even know his name. Uh, Wait, no, Dragonheart, I think it was that? like Draco. Because they would just oh, hire him. the dragon. Yeah, from, the dragon. I thought you meant the actor. I was like, wasn't that fucking Mel Gibson? <laughs> um, oh, the actual dragon? The actual dragon. Yeah. 
I think he's dead. That was Do- live action. He die in that movie. Yeah, been... Well, he's an actor. Well, yeah. Sometimes actors die yeah. in the movies. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, um, I'm sorry, yeah. he's available. Not I'm just a saying lot, that movie changed my life there. as a kid. <laughs> Wasn't was that Mel Gibson? No, I can't remember now, but it came out You're I think around the same Braveheart. time as Braveheart. No, I'm not thinking of Braveheart. I think Mel Gibson was in a dragon movie with a dragon. No, I no. would know about it. You might be right. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, hold on, oh podcast. God. We're gonna Google some shit. Are you, are you thinking about the same movie I'm talking about, Eric? You're thinking of Reign of Fire. I think I'm thinking no, about I'm Dragonheart. Not thinking of Reign I'm thinking of, of Dragonheart. <laughs> We're all I'm telling Googling. you right now, Mel Gibson is not in Dragon Art. Drago the Dragon. <laughs> oh no, fuck. It was oh, Dennis no, no, Quaid. No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Dennis, Dennis Quaid. Quaid. <laughs> I know, but as soon as you said it, I couldn't not picture it. Yeah, oh that's Sean Connery voiced the dragon. Yeah. I forgot about that. Wow. That okay. Was a good dragon voice. I'm gonna go back and watch that movie. It's a great movie. I think it was. Um Dragon couldn't even do his own lines. What they, a lazy they... shit. Man. <laughs> No, no, that's his stage name. Is Sean Connery? <laughs> that's what he puts on all his um. What do you, what do you typical? Call he probably is. Re- I mean, he's retired, so he probably is sitting on a pile of gold somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> typical. No, Sean Connery Hollywood died. Star. Oh, that's right. Sean Connery died last year, the year before. Yeah, very right. recently. Yeah, that's right. It was a it was a cold day. Yeah, across yeah, the world. Yeah, whatever. Um, Sean Connery, I am Moses. I always wanted Are to see him as Moses. Cause I feel like I wanted to see him say that, but um. <laughs> I am the shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so D and D, I think they have to be about D and D. Now I'm stuck on Dragonheart. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think they're kind of making a big push. Dragonheart too yeah. sucked ass. It did. But um, and then with like you know, like you said, Baldur's Gate, um, both of the Baldur's Gates, the one for PC and then the shitty one for Xbox. Um, that wasn't Baldur's Gate. It was Dark Alliance. It was Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Uh, ah, yeah. I just remembered it was Dark Alliance. No, it was Baldur's and Gate Dark Alliance. And I spent too many hours trying to give that game a chance. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't. It, I gave it uh, maybe yeah. one. Yeah, yeah I, I played was... each. I played each style because, like, maybe it's just because I suck at games. Yeah, no, it was just a bad. And it was game. very repetitive yep. and it was very hokey. Yep. It got better. Like as I was playing it, I noticeably saw changes in the way that things are going. Like, oh, this doesn't seem as blocky. Yeah, but it was still very repetitive. Yeah, like played... every level was the same, different out. Like, yeah. like I don't know. It no, was... we all excitedly downloaded it. And the, played it together game. and played it for like, I think we did two matches and we're like, well, well it's not matches. They're I don't think we ever whatever. played it. No, not together. We talked about together. playing it together. Oh, that's right. Okay. But then we all, that's right. we all played it individually. I'm like, oh, yeah, this fucking blows. Um, <laughs> I kept playing it, though. Yeah. I, I was devoted. I was really looking forward to it because I loved the originals. On I played them on GameCube, I think is what I played them on. I love the original games. It was one of those those games where like I was grinding. And as I was grinding, it got easier. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I like it now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, with that, with their major games, I feel like they're making a bigger push to get as much out of their their rise as they can right now. So, I mean, it's, it's cool to it's see like how this, this new shit happening. Yeah, the last couple of years has been the heyday of D&D. Yeah, but uh, I'm worried about 5.5. I feel like they're going to muddy it too much. I think if they keep changing it and they keep, like, there's some things that the company's doing with the content that is just, like, it's going to eventually kind of fall in on itself. Mm-hmm. Where I don't, I think they're going to be writing themselves in the corners that they can't write themselves out of, yeah. and the and the game's not going to do as good in the future. Yeah, I think I think it's reaching its peak. I mean, yeah. I think it's fifth edition was its peak. Yes, all the stuff they've released for it is its peak. Yep. Anything from now on, I think, and I hope not. I really hope not because I'm a huge fan. It's just going to now just lose its luster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
there's just gonna be too much. Like it's kind of like with I think we were kind of you made a joke about it, like somebody made a joke about it the other day at work like World of Warcraft. It's like right now if you've never played D and D, it's the hardest slash easiest it's ever been to jump into it. I feel like WoW is kind of in that same mm-hmm. arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where like there have been like thirty five fucking expansions to World of Warcraft. Yeah, and, you, and you're not so much story. Yeah, you're not gonna it. know a goddamn thing. And then with like. Then you start things to lure you in. You can start at these super high levels. I think they're going to start doing this shit like with the Adventure League too, where it's like come in and new, be a new player. If you buy this, you can be a high level and try high level stuff. And be a lot of people have no fucking clue what they're doing. You can't jump into DNA high, high levels. It's is I, you of course you can. There it's are people not that be fun. Not at high levels jumping in. No, the you'll first figure time it ever out. Playing if you're if you're, you'll figure you're it out. If you've played you're RPGs, you're coming in for a one shot, <clears throat> being a level twenty character. Come on, people you're, you're like, like people buy WoW all of this shit. <clears throat> People buy WoW for the first time. Well, again, with 5.5, I think they're going to dump shit down a lot. I, I want to no, be able I, to fight a dragon. Yeah. You could do that at lower levels. You have a whole party fighting like a young dragon. But anyways. Yeah, that's boring. I can one, attack. One, one thing D&D is doing right now, what I think is going to combat that and prolong them a little bit, mm-hmm. is they they do have a lot of shit out there right now, right? Yeah. They, what, they're going to start making like the settings and stuff very vague. Mm-hmm. And they're condensing the rules. They're condensing all the expansions and yeah. stuff. So all the mechanics are going to be in a couple books. Yeah. And it's just going to be those adventures that kind of spread stuff out. Like this, the book that just came out, like reading it, it was really just a condensed book. Mm-hmm. It, it, it took a lot of other, like it, like the Monster Manual and aspects of the, the Player's Handbook and like some of the other expansions they've done and just mashed it, it all together. Mashed yeah. it all in one book. Which is great. And they so added I mean, some cool stuff. Yeah. Which is phenomenal because, like, if as a DM, you kind of need all the books. It's a really good resource for dungeon yeah. masters. So, like, running around with like fifteen fucking books is annoying and mm-hmm. heavy and a pain. And so, which like, is why D and D Beyond is so much greater. It's the yeah. Future. Well, then Joe Magniello, I can never say Magnello. his name. I can never say, I can never say his name. He has that new app coming out. <clears throat> where it's, it's not him. He's just an advert guy for it. A I lot th- of people have been broadcast. I'm uh, not broadcasting, but yeah. But no, I think uh, he's promoting it. He's it's his company. Is it his company? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm fairly certain. Because yeah, I've seen other D&D like, faces promoted. Yeah, too. I think he's the one that's starting it. I think he's using I'll Death uh, Death Saves is also his, the D&D clothing line. Death Saves is, is his company. I don't know. He's doing a lot of stuff with D&D right now. Um, but it's, it's cool to see it rise. Like One of my favorite hobbies, one of my favorite you know, fandoms uh, on this major rise. But I think you're right. I think the fall is about to happen real soon. It's going to pop. It's going to pop. Bubble's going to pop. Mm-hmm. It popped for Eric. Yeah. One of my other huge passions, and Erica Giselle Kinnicky. It's wrestling. No. You guys been thinking about your characters for that? I, <laughs> what was your name? You had a character name you were telling I me. I already forgot it. Oh, damn. Um, my guy's going to be ridiculous. But uh, football, as much as you know, I love D&D, the other thing I love just as much is football. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff, you don't know too much about the footed ball. I know enough to watch it. Mm-hmm. I know the rules of it. I yeah. just don't know the individuals. Yeah. Eric and I are very much into that side of it, um, and it's been a very interesting off season. Mm-hmm. Extremely. That's uh, that's that's the level of fan that I'm not. Is yeah. to understand any of it in the off season. Okay, because like to me, Super Bowl happens, and then I get to like if I wanted to watch it, I could start watching again in September. But pretty much, yeah. But if you're like a freak, like like I'm even more, I'm much deeper even than Eric is yeah. into like following because like you, you're not watching every hour of the draft, mm. you're not watching the combine. 
I am. Yeah, but no. you know, you the know, combine. Jesus, I Christ. love, I'd I love watch, watch fucking grass grow. I love yeah, watching. You know the combine. all the headlines, Fuck Eric, because like yeah. whenever these conversations come up, you're like, yeah, I know that, I yeah. know that. I'm like, how do you know that? Well, like the major trades and stuff like that. If you follow yeah. any NFL page, you're gonna you're gonna hear about it. Almost every single like number one receiver moved. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, and even some major <laughs> quarterbacks moved. Yeah, like depending on how. I mean, Russell Wilson, uh, Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. quarterback yeah, going I, to I know Denver. That. That's a huge thing, and then I know yeah. I I don't know how, I I'm very hit or miss on Matty Ryan, but a lot I, of people I, are. I think Matt Ryan is medi- mediocre. I I I'm I'm with you there, especially at this point in his career, but um, and you know same thing like Matt Stafford last year just toiling away in fucking Detroit goes to L.A. for one year wins a chip, so that's kind of dope. But um, this off season, um, I in the 33 years I've been watching ball, I've never seen an active. Off season like this. This was a fucking NBA off season. Well, did for half of everybody retire or something? No, there. Well, I mean, some pretty major names retired, but one of them. I'm lied. not just talking about major names. Let's just yeah. talk about like the teams in general where they have to shift now. No, there's just a lot of major players. So there's yeah. this thing where it's like in the NFL where it's it's because it's a money business. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. instead of paying all these rookie wide receivers who are coming off of, coming off of their rookie deals, which are pretty cheap, and you're gonna have to sign them to major, you know. I think what 140 million dollars is that what Devontae signed down there in fucking Oakland? I'm not sure. Or Vegas now, sorry. Oh man, that could have been why it makes <clears> up like the economy shit right now. So like they don't want to tell anybody they're broke. So they're like, <laughs> man, we can't afford all these people. So no. we'll just hire whoever is willing to go. Well, for no, it. it's not just you draft a young player and you only had to pay them like 10 to 12 million dollars a year, if not a lot less. Yeah. To where an established wide receiver is demanding 20 to 25 to 30 million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. You go, I'm, and then you look at the NFL and all these college wide receivers are coming into the league and killing it from day one. It's just like, I'm just going to move on from this guy, bring in another guy, he'll kill it for four years, and then I'll move him along, get another wide receiver, he'll kill it for four years, and they're just mm-hmm. kind of cycling him. Yeah, and I want to say it's really like, they were in there for four years making how much you just said? $12 million a year? Um, Between, if you're a first rounder, uh-huh. between yeah. like, if you're a first rounder, <laughs> like... you're going to make between eight and probably ten, eight to $12 million a year. Um, once you hit the second round, it's like five to... I'm just saying, if you make it yeah. in four years, that's a pretty substantial life the rest of your life. Yeah, it is. But mm-hmm. again, again, you know, if you think about where they're... It depends also where you live. Because like, something I was hearing a conversation about, um, two wide receivers were drafted in the first round, like only a couple of picks away from each other. One is going to Tennessee, the one that replaced A.J. Brown. I can't remember his mm-hmm. name. And then one is going to uh, the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. So they both signed very similar deals. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe their signing bonuses were both around twelve million dollars. The dude in Nashville walked out with like nine million. The dude from New York walked out with like six million. Well, I mean, it's a lot easier to spend your money in New York. Well, like, no, it's, it's taxes. Ah, even, it, even in taxes, like the, out in the the rural area. Yeah, no, Nashville. There aren't a lot of taxes and state income tax and stuff like that. No, I'm saying, but like New York is a is a decent sized state, except for like the little yeah. The like, like it's, Buffalo, it's like in Washington. Like it's that, different yeah. between living in Yakima and Seattle. And, in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. and it's kind of like that, but just the state tax is much yeah, different. Yeah, there's still state taxes. Yeah. So like the state tax is very different. Um, so it just depends. But then again, you know, but that's you know, in the NFL world, ten million dollars is fucking nothing. I know, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, I would still go off and like, oh man, I'm gonna go live where it's cheap. Oh, I, never I, have to worry about exactly, shit the rest which is what life. a lot of the guys do. But also, it's like, fuck, if I'm playing in New York and I got to be in New York for nine months out of the year why the fuck am i not just living here you know why do i live yeah. in, in tennessee where my family i you know it's cheaper to live in in like ohio or some shit but 
then I got to be away from my family for all this time. While you're playing. I'm talking about like you get through your four years and then it's coasting. It is, but I mean, not really, because you get through four years and then you got to have, you got to play well enough to get that next contract. I'm just, but we were talking about like, I'm saying $8 million a year for four years. Mm -hmm. If it ended there, yeah, it's still cool. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, you're yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, like you could be one of those guys that was just an all all star and a really good household name and, yeah. and make like twelve, fourteen, whatever million dollars per season. Yeah, for thirty years. Yeah. Well, I mean, guys like you know Aaron Rodgers. But like at those last seasons, are they earning it? A lot. Yeah. I mean, again, like I was yeah, about to say, they're, uh, they're studs. Yeah. A body is broken down. Yeah. Because all, so they gotta like play gotta, smarter, not harder. Gotta. Put in extra work in order, yeah. Because yeah. because but guys also like revitalize their careers. We're like think of Randy Moss, killed it yeah. in Minnesota, did okay in uh, Oakland. Where did he go after? Yeah, Oakland, and then he went to New and he was kind of okay, and then he ended up going back to New England. To Oakland. Where did he go after Minnesota? I think it wasn't straight from the to from them to the Pats. It was some a couple of people in between. I don't know. But either way, like Randy Moss, who is old. in my opinion the greatest wide receiver of all time, he killed it for the first like five six years in one place in Minnesota. Went a couple other places and did still well, but then went to to fucking New England and revitalized his career for the past like the like the last three to four years of his career. So it's like you can get a major contract when you first get drafted in the first round. He had a couple one or two year minor deals. Kill it for one year, and then some teams gonna be like, "All right, here's fucking, you know, twenty two million dollars a year." Now you play one or two years, and then you get cut, and then the contract's over because NFL is not guaranteed money. So this is there's a huge business side of it. And it's like you said, yeah, you, know, you get those first four years, and it's like, ah, I'm just gonna coast now. I, I but you can't because you gotta have your foot on the gas even harder because you you get that much money, and now there's the pursuit of you gotta have more, <clears throat> especially yeah. in that multi, almost a trillion dollar business now where you're I looking th- for that. Chunk I of think change. it would be yeah. more profitable and more exciting. For the people, like just anybody watching the NFL, and and just from a business standpoint, the people who are running it, mm-hmm. if there was like some sort of limit, like man, you hit thirty, you're out. We got to change up the roster every decade. Like, don't have the same teams over and over again. Yeah, well, I get, but I, also, although, although like I I understand that each team is a financial incentive for the area that they they're yeah. in. So the better they're doing, the more money's coming into that economy. Yeah. So I get that, but also Well, also merch sales and ticket sales are a mm-hmm. huge thing. If your team sucks, no one's going to come. Mm-hmm. And if you've got just every year or you know, every 4 years it's just some scrub player, no one's going to buy their jersey cuz they're going to be gone in 2 years. So who cares? Mm-hmm. And merch is where you make a big yeah. chunk of change. Um and also like Nowadays, players are going playing much later. I mean, mm-hmm. like I'm saying, Tom Brady's in his mid to late forties. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, is, but Eric says that's well, because he he's be paying to be playing that old. He's dumb. Um, there are a lot like Drew Brees was what thirty fifty like percent of you guys. Yeah. He can play as long as he wants. It isn't. We're not going to get into the Tom Brady debate. Um, but you just look at good. We're not going to get into that stupid debate. I mean, like he, he it, I can understand him not being the same level now as he was in his prime. He might be better because he's even smarter. He could be smarter, but like he well, and he's less he's, hits. He's never really taken many hits. I know. He's going to be one. Really, going to die. Eh, no, nah, he's <laughs> in better shape now than he was in when he got drafted. He's in much better shape. Much, because he spends two million dollars a year on his body to keep himself mm-hmm. in shape. He's forty-eight, okay. and he's one of the best quarterbacks okay. in the league still. But I mean, even he's if you don't shut up, throat. it doesn't matter. Even if you don't gawk, like, gawk. even I mean, if you don't I hear like, more about him. Even if you don't like Tom Brady, look at Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to say Aaron Rodgers is a shit quarterback. 
No. He's in his late 30s, and he's still one of the best quarterbacks. So, I mean, NFL players are going later and later and later. I mean, Randy Moss, again, was like 35 when he fucking retired. Yeah. I mean, players are going later and later, and they're still playing at high levels. So, I mean, why kick him out at 30 when you can No, I'm just saying, like, it, 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 I mean... I, I was thinking more of the, the along the lines of changing things up every every few years. Instead of having one person come in and out of the team and meeting the whole fucking world. Yeah. Like, if it's constantly in flux, you don't have to sell jerseys to the individual players. Sell jersey of the team. Yeah. Because that's that... why you go to the game. You're just rooting for your team. I, I bet you half the people in those stands don't know the players. Oh, yeah, I, they do. I 100% disagree. I, I, I've been to, like, a bunch of games, and, like, people are for their Seahawks. But they're not for each individual Seahawk. Yeah, but, there could be three people on the team everybody knows. Everybody else is just there. Yeah, because that's kind of how the NFL is. There's the stars. But then again, like I said, football is its own. Football fans are their own beast. Like most people in the stands, like there are a few people that are just like, I'm just a fan of the team. But you're paying f- fucking $500 a ticket. Well, now you are. Yeah. 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 Every time I've ever gone, I've never had to pay. <laughs> yeah. But like you're paying a shit ton for yeah. those tickets, especially like a season ticket holder. My God. Yeah. I had box seats once. It was crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I've been to the uh, uh, Seahawks games, Mariners games in the boxes, and mm-hmm. all-star club shit. It's a lot of fun. But um, NFL, yeah, huge shakeups this year. Um, Eric, you are a football guy. Who do you think this offseason made some of the biggest strides? What what team do you think loaded up the best? Hard not to say Miami, right? I mean, I know two is it. I was going to joke, but like, what are the two teams I know that never are talked about? I mean, Tyreek Hill. Outside of Tyreek Hill, who did they get? Um, Oh, man, I'm completely blanking on names, but they got a couple. uh, Larry Tunsil, they got a couple of really good wide um, offensive linemen. They already have a couple of good wide receivers, really good young defensemen, Xavier Howard. um, I mean, they picked up some good players. They had a really good draft. They've just, they've got a super fast, talented offense. If Tua has a half decent year, that team could make a huge push, especially in the AFC. Well, you got to face Buffalo twice, and that's going to not be easy. But yeah. I think the Ravens made a pretty good push. They got some good players, really good um, draft. Jaguars are still a garbage fire. They have no receivers and no running game, though. Who? Baltimore. Baltimore. Uh, they did. Oh no, they didn't sign Landry. He went back to New Orleans. Yeah, they don't really have. Well, no, they in Hollywood. Yeah, they traded Brown away. He's in Arizona. Yeah. Arizona made some moves. And who's running outside of Lamar? They got Jarek McKinnon from San Fran, didn't they? I mean, he's had some he's had some good years. Same thing with Minnesota. He's fine. Yeah. I guess. Seahawks didn't... I, I, <sighs> I just pulled up a list. I think we had a solid... Craft. Yeah, all three of your picks. Or no, but I guess we, you had more than that because you got rid of Russ. I always thought but there we were more teams. we haven't really done anything in free 32 teams. I always thought there were more. Oh, it's 32 teams. I pulled up a random list and like it gave me a list of every team and then it gave me a list of the top five it, based on popularity and the, the, the least five based on popularity. Mm-hmm. And you guys tell me how much this stacks uh, up to you guys. Read the top five to me. Yeah. Top five, Dallas Cowboys. Yep. yep. New England Patriots. Yep. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. Green Bay Packers, yep. Seattle Seahawks. I wouldn't put the Seahawks at five, but it, it makes sense. I, it, I understand this it. This is top five most popular and the least five uh, most popular. <laughs> Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars. Giants. Buccaneers. Detroit. Buccaneers. Oh, because everyone, because people hate Tom Brady. Yes. Yeah, so Titans. Titans. Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. As least popular? No, that's that's got to be an old list. Everybody's yeah. on the Buffalo Bills nuts right now. 
Let me see the year this was. This was in 2020. Yeah. My bad. I like Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Man, I like Buffalo a lot. Micah Hyde. I mean, just fuck that's. I mean, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Tredavious White. That's a good fucking football team. <clears throat> Receiver went there too. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got him another weapon. Uh, no, who went there? Oh, someone else. <clears throat> someone else of note. Jamison Crowder. <clears throat> who? Jamison Crowder. Who? Uh, he played for Washington <laughs> for a while. He's actually pretty good. Who? Okay. Um, I, I, Isaiah OJ Howard, really good tight end. Shaq Lawson, Daquan Jones. They signed some good. They defenders. got Shaq. Yeah, Von Miller to that massive fucking hundred and twenty year deal. Shazam. That's who I was thinking of. Kavon. Yeah. That's that other big deal guy that went there. Okay. We're gonna have to pause for one second. I'm about to piss myself. Sorry. Charlie has walked to the restroom. It's further away than I was expecting. We have to find a way to get Charlie off the show. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> he's really holding us back. He's holding us back. No, he's the lifeblood of the show. Where would we be without Charlie? His topics suck. Well, I mean, we got to come up with <laughs> topics, too. Like football, D&D. Anytime you and I bring up a, a topic, he just... He yells obscenities at shit. us. He yells you, obscenities you, at you, us. You yell obscenities at us. I just, if we had taste, though, right? I just really think he's a detriment to the quality. The way he murdered that hooker last week as well. God, can you believe... I did not expect him to call me from the, the sheriff's office. There's only so many bodies I can hide for him. Yeah, I'm like, I don't have that much saran wrap. Go, shut, shut, shut. So how about them Sounders, huh? Okay. Hey, hey, here's a sports thing. Yeah. I heard about a sports thing. It's about football. Mm-hmm. Ah, I forgot. I forgot the 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 team or the league, but somebody was I'm sorry. No, this is this, this is important, but it was recent. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember Sounds the name. Important. No. Um this football team that or, or Area, mm-hmm. like you know how like the Seattle because ha- you you said Sounders and it reminded me uh-huh. like you, you know how we have like uh well we used to have this Sonics, Sonics? and then the um the the what are they called the the Mariners? WNBA oh the Storm the Storm yeah we have the Sounders and Storm mm-hmm. so this place has a male and female soccer team they are now going to if one of them wins a championship split the prize money between. Both the the male league and the female league, even though the, the female league wasn't doesn't you bring got, in as you much got, stuff. You got the teeny bit wrong. Okay, what what is it? So um, I, I saw I saw a headline. Yeah. I read a little bit. So I, I got the, lost. Um, men and women's professional soccer leagues. Yeah, and, and an association also with. But the, they're two separate leagues. They are. Well, they both signed um, what's called a CBA, a collective bargaining agreement. Okay, that's where two a union agrees to certain rules with like. The owners of the industry and the company, and this is why I brought it with you guys. You guys know sports yeah. better. So essentially, all it says is men and women. It's not they're splitting the money. It's men and women are getting paid the same now. I, I think I, no, I it had to do with it, it. Had to do with the actual. So the way the CBA, it, it, they're splitting the money. Splitting you're talking about uh-huh. 
is the money. It's going to go to their actual pay because that part didn't make sense to me. So the CBA, what it does is it's the split the owners take and the split the players take. Okay. They changed that that equation, essentially, and they made it even between men and women. So men and women will both so, be so, getting so paid. The, the contracts league, are going to be the same. The men league and the women league are making the same money. They'll be forward. making the same amount of money, yeah. Being played, paid so the same. they don't get paid individually but, based off players well, like the NFL does? No, they do. It's not they're going to be paid the same. It's the cap levels are going to be the same. Because women were generating almost as much revenue, but they're making like a tenth of the money. And this isn't necessarily the Premier League. It's, like the, it's for uh, the Olympics. Okay. It's the, the collective bargaining agreement with the players and the Olympic Committee and shit like that. It just has to do with... That's why I thought yeah. it was prize money, because it was a competition where... Yeah. It's the, the money that they get paid for winning gold medals in the Olympics. Men were making a shit ton more than women for drawing the same amount of eyes, essentially, and so now they just even it up. It's pretty historic. I mean, it's, no, that's yeah. it's pretty cool. If they were yeah. if they were actually drawing in the same amount of yeah. attention and the men and were the men the men's league was very behind it and and very into doing this. And it's the same thing with like the WNBA. Like they don't make nearly as much as the NBA does, but like they win like fifty grand for winning the championship. Right? Like their contracts know, but, are like, like two hundred grand a year. Like it's wild. But, but part of that is like what you said earlier with the NFL is like it's it's, it's the merchandise. The yeah. It's the draw. It's it's how much money is that franchise making? Yeah, you can't pay people more than you're making exactly although yeah. i i know with like the nfl they could probably afford more because they're making that much more big time <laughs> but i'm, I'm but the, like if there was a, a a wnfl yeah i don't know if they would be making as much although yeah. i think people would spend a lot of money watching like two no, women the, each other now their skulls crack. well i mean the lingerie football league does well that's not the same it's not but that is a complete they hit just as fucking hard those women. oh no i'm Woo! saying that's they Woo! they're making money for different reasons yeah but also another thing, actually, a very interesting thing about NFL, which that kind of brings me into TV and movies in general, um, is streaming rights and stuff like that. So this year, Amazon just paid a lot of fucking money to have the Thursday night football games. Um, so Amazon Prime will be streaming Thursday night football games, every single game, um, starting week two. Hmm. Um, and then, so traditionally, N- there's two divisions in football, NFC, AFC. NFC has been on Fox. AFC has been on CBS. That's just kind of how it does like the primetime games. Well, after this year, every game is completely up to grabs, up for grabs with every network. A lot of TV deals are coming up, and so Apple is apparently huge into wanting to get into streaming rights for football. Amazon wants to get even more involved. Um, Hulu, Netflix, all these major players in streaming are really searching. So this... Close to tr- this close to trillion dollar industry is about to explode even fucking more in the next few years. These TV deals are fucking massive, like four hundred billion dollar deals and shit like that. It's fucking wild. So I mean, it's, the NFL is getting huge money right I now. I think it's one of the <clears throat> final pushes is away from cable. Yep, it's because one of what's one thing cable has that the streaming services don't. Well, they don't have like live sports and stuff. Yep. So which they're slowly getting. It's on Hulu now. It's on all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But can you can you imagine if like from the beginning you could have watched uh, like the games on Netflix? Oh, that'd be so amazing. Yeah, I would love to be able to stream it just immediately. Just right there, part of my shit. Because hmm. I haven't had, you know, I haven't had cable pack in years. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it's <clears throat> a matter of, like, their platforms. At least some of them can't support live. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they could figure it out. They well, especially now with um, with betting, be, um, sports betting becoming legal in more and more states. I think it's up to 15 now. It is? Yeah, 15. Um, when did that happen? Uh, the last three years. Three, four years. Like gambling's always been like a big no no. Yeah. It's it's hard to tax, right? Well, that's why the NFL moved a team to Vegas. Because it, sports betting became legal in Vegas. 
So the NFL was like, let's get a fucking NFL team over there. So they moved the Raiders over to Vegas. Um, uh, 15 states now it's on the books that it's legal to um, have sports betting via mobile devices well, and mobile and at um, gambling. I, I would imagine like many other <clears throat> things like they would want to legalize it because they just figured, hey, here's a whole way to tax people yeah. that we're not taking advantage of yet. Yeah. And also it's much safer like with sites like FanDuel and DraftKings and stuff like that, it's much safer because they put limits depending on what's in your account and what your regular bets are. Like they limit you so you no. can't just... That's That's... That's unheard of. They're cutting out those sharks. Yeah. They need that revenue. <laughs> no, they're... They can't keep being a shark if they can't they Well, because they're anybody. not giving it to sharks. They're giving it to the state. <laughs> they're just, they're they just taxing just, it now. They change a shark, I guess. Yeah, they're just... Exactly. The government... It's okay. It we'll take a payment plan for the rest of your life. Yeah. Get out of the shark tank. <laughs> oh, shark tank. Yeah, so just TV in general, where it's headed is very interesting. I mean, we moved away from cable packages. We're kind of almost moving back into it. Have like, you seen the cut of Shark Tank where... I'm sorry, no, Eric. No. Eric completely distracted me. Where <laughs> this little kid comes on with an idea, but then it shows all the people from the Shark Tank like, oh. cast. Like, oh my god, he's a fucking crook! <laughs> oh my god, like Mark Cuban yelling at a fucking three year old. Yeah, that's, that's what awesome. it looks like. He's like a ten year old. Like, I got a thousand dollar loan from my parents. You did what? He's a con artist. <laughs> oh my god, I have not seen that. <laughs> that's funny. That's awesome. I love people yelling at kids. That's just funny. Yeah, it's, it's good so times. Great. It's good times. So many of them deserve it. Yep. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna judge. I was laughing at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not actually yelling at the kid. Well, I know. <laughs> it's yeah, just making you feel like they are. So I'm obviously huge into sports, and we mm-hmm. talked about that. What What else? Uh, what's going on, Airland? Yeah, what's going on, um, Airland? Besides peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, I've been eating lots of peanut butter. Um, we already talked about that last time. Did we talk about our again? last episode? We brought it up. A little bit. Oh, yeah. A little bit, but I hadn't, I hadn't listened to it yet. We've both listened to it a bunch. <laughs> You're like, I hadn't listened to the episode yet. Well, no, no, I haven't listened to this. I hadn't listened to the CD yet. Yeah. Or the album, whatever. Oh, you guys are talking about Patrick Lamar? <laughs> Patrick Lamar, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Lamar. Yeah. No, I remember me messing yeah. it up last okay, so time. I've just been kind of spinning that Kendrick record a bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've uh, listened to who's it. Kendrick? <laughs> a Kendrick Lamar, because a hip-hop artist. Oh. Yeah, uh, uh, a pretty significant. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he uh, dropped an album uh, last Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, called, what was that album called? Uh, Mr. They're being nonchalant about it, but they've been talking about this nonstop on the group chat for like seven days in a row. Mr. Morale and the Steppers. Big Steppers. The Big Steppers, sorry, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, man, yeah, I thought, I mean, there's only one or two songs from like, eh, middling, kind of whatever, mm-hmm. but so much of that album was just tremendous. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mother Eye Sober, you and I have talked about it in the group yeah. chat, like Jeff is alluding to, um, and Auntie's Diaries, mm-hmm. I mean, N95, I think is a fucking, that's a, it's banger. a banger, yeah. it's really good. Um, <clears throat> Father a Time is... Awesome kid has one of the best beats Kendrick has ever rapped on. I think. Yeah, I really liked Father Time. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one I didn't really like too much was uh, the kind of interlude. Um, we what was the fucking called? Uh, we cry together. What's wrong with crying? Nothing wrong with crying. It's the song. Is it's not even a song. It's just a. It's a song. It's not. There's no actual singing or rapping. Well, I mean, I guess they're it's a they're song. kind of is. It's just really bad. Are they it's crying not rhythm? Bad. No, it's really bad. It's, it's not bad. It is. How is it bad? Because it's not, it's just, it's a fucking episode of Cops. 
It's literally Do just you know a couple. What the song is about? Yeah, I, I listened to it. It's two people who are why it exists. Yeah, he they there's a toxic couple screaming at each other about the reasons they hate each other, um, <clears throat> and that's all it is. It's just no, a man and a woman. It is. Is the no, beat in the not. background? There's not even really is a it beat. Like, it should be. It's literally what just two. Is a first line of that song. I don't know the first line of the song, but Eric's gonna tell us. Yeah, it's this a couple is... screaming at each other. That's all it is. It's four and a half minutes of a couple screaming at each other. It's, really? The, yeah, that's all it is. Well, different taste. Maybe Eric likes that. No, that's cool. Enjoy it. It's then just, you didn't listen to it. I didn't listen to a, a four-minute song of two people screaming at each other. Did you tone out after like thirty seconds? Of no, I, I've like, listened oh, to this album like it. I've listened to it cover to cover like five times. We can listen. To, we can pause and listen to it right now. It's literally. I kind of want it because you guys have been talking yeah. about it so much. I mean, you're wrong. How? It's okay to be we're wrong. literally we're, two people screaming we're, at each we're other. Gonna, Eric. We're gonna pause right now. A few moments later. It's five and a half minutes of that. Yeah, they're doing a rap battle. It's a couple rap battles. Kind of, but it's just them screaming at each other for five minutes. It's literally they transcribed an episode of Cops. Motherfucker, grow up! You don't up. get it. <laughs> what don't I get? Explain it. What's the deepness between this? Uh, first line of the song. This is what the world sounds like. Yeah. It's about how a people... This is how a, a people communicate now. I know I got it. I just I didn't need to hear it. Uh, there's much better ways to do this other than just... This is how people... Talk and then just screaming for five minutes. That could have been a minute and a half. That it was way too fucking long, and it just got you know, way got, overblown. Seeing how Eric's coming at it, though, if 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 he's doing this to like kind of like artistically represent what he views as happening right now, if it's like a complaint, like "Hey, look what we've come to," which again, and the message like, is great. It, yeah, I know, but like in real life, when you hear that, it doesn't long. last a minute. It wants you to hate it. Yeah, which and I you do. hate it, right? Yeah. So it sounds like it it's annoying. It's loud. It's just screaming noise. Yeah. It could have been and so I, much. I don't like all that in real life. Yeah, no. it's not good. It is very good. It's not. Um, yes, it is. You're wrong. No. It's okay to be wrong about stuff. And right? you are very wrong. No, I'm not. Um, other than that, though, <laughs> the album... I love when you guys disagree. No, other than that, the album is fucking great. It's okay it to fire? not get something. It's okay. <laughs> There's nothing to... It's, yes, there is. I get it. I explain, You explained it to me. I, I totally get where you're coming from, but that's way too... Fu- he did it too long. It's five minutes of them screaming... And he's saying, fuck you, no fuck you, no fuck you. I get his point, but it was way overdone. Way overdone. Because that's what people do. I know. That's I know. what a toxic relationship is. I know. It's real. I know, but we didn't need isn't, five minutes of it. It isn't some every song. It's an anti love song. That is it sucks. It's it sucks so hard. You're wrong. It's way too long. It like I we we one of the things I like I talked about with this when we talked about it originally, in a lot of hip hop albums, especially like in the kind of late nineties or two thousands, there were so many little not not a song, it's just a little skit, a little thing. Like even Eminem, like with uh, fucking, he did it a lot in his fucking earlier CDs where it was just him screaming and yelling and talking, and they then it would lead to a song. Know the name of my band. <laughs> no, not that. And Kim it's just, is, huh? Kim is a full song. That, yeah, I know, but I, I, it's like four minutes, and it's a lot worse than that. Yeah, it is, and that's what I'm saying. This isn't the worst one of those types of songs, but it's not a good one. Especially, yes, it for, it's. I get why you would like it. It's just not for me. Okay, it's so it's not a bad song. It's just a bad song to you me. Can, you can say yeah, that's it's. You're you know, right. I, I get for you, but you I can't. Get, say, I no, get, you're, you're right. It's, I absolutely it's, get where you're coming from, though, Charlie. Yeah. It's just no when when it, some people don't like toxic toxicity, mm-hmm. 
and when it's being like shouted in your face, like like the, the toxic relationship, like people want to tone that out. Like yeah. I don't fucking need to listen to that for entertainment. No, and again, but I, then on your side of things, it is a reflection of reality and stuff that's actually happening. So yeah. I can I can play devil's advocate yeah. for both. Which of you. again, I get. I like what he was doing with it. I just it's, felt it went way too long, and it was way especially towards the middle and the end. It was too repetitive. Like it just so he, he took an uncomfortable subject and made it uncomfortable. No, he didn't yeah. make it uncomfortable. He just again, I'm not saying I was uncomfortable by it. I just think it was it overstayed its welcome. He made the point. It was great, and then it was like, all right, man, let's let's. Well, go. he had five minutes on the the record to fill. It was already two CDs, man. Two sides. He went long. Is it enough. two sides? Yes, yeah, two sides. It, it, well, it well was, it's not two. Not two CDs because it's not how we do music anymore. But, it but was you said it was two B. sides. It's it's side A, side B. It's. I was like, I didn't even know they did that anymore. I thought that stopped with cassettes. It's a, a double album. Yeah, one half has a concept and a theme, and the other half has its own concept and theme, which are fucking brilliant. Because I mean, he's yeah. he's um, God, he's it's CD the. I keep calling it a CD that feels weird. It's weird that it says yeah. disc one, disc two, but yeah. I keep calling it a CD because I'm a 400-year-old person, but yeah. I call it an album, and I feel like that's even older because we haven't yeah. made albums in years, but whatever. It's so good. What was that before, 8-tracks? Um, uh, it was... Those big, giant things it before was like, the cassettes you yeah, put it was into 40, the car? It was 45s, then... What are those? What are 80-something? 30. Three and a third. 30, yeah, and then it was 8-tracks... And then cassette, and then CD, or then laserdisc, and then CD. Laserdisc, yeah. Laserdisc tried to make a push for a hot minute, but <clears throat> it's a really good. Were they CD. like record yeah. size CDs? Yeah, they were pretty big. Yeah, they were huge. Yeah, but it's it's really good. <laughs> like if if if, if, if you're into hip hop at all out there in the internet world, I mean, I'm sure everyone's listened to it. The numbers have been fucking smashing. Yeah. If you're into hip hop, you've listened mm-hmm. to it. But goddamn, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I would say it's top three or four Kev- for him. <clears throat> you heard all of his other all of his other stuff uh, since you introduced me to him I've listened to a vast majority of it now yeah yeah. I w- and I would say this was his third second or third best album I think. I, I would have it it's so hard because I uh, to a Pimp a, a Butterfly is his best work mm-hmm. I think A Good Kid Mad City is my favorite one I haven't Decided if I like this one or Damn. I was just about to say, I think Damn or Good Kid Mad City. And then this. I think that's kind of how I would rank it. I could have it either way on any given day. Yeah, it really depends. But it's just, it's so, it's really good. Like, amazing. I've listened to it probably 10 times now at this point. Same, yeah. It's just he. Auntie's Diaries. And then mother, mother, I sober. I yeah. mean, just my God, beautiful. Yeah. Um, and the name of this album is what? Um, oh, fuck, it's kind of a weird name. I keep forgetting. I know it. you already said it. <laughs> I was like, well, it's kind of like I said, it's kind of a weird name. Um, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. That reminds mm-hmm. me of Mr. Beefheart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking <laughs> of Beefheart. perfect albums, yeah. Mr. never Beefheart. been a better one. Yeah, it, it, it's. Mm. There's, I honestly, there's never been a more memorable one for yeah. me. Yeah, for sure. yeah, but like. He gets a super personal. Mm-hmm. Like he he unpacks a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, Did it resonate with you on like a deep emotional level, Eric? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it shook you to the core. At first, 
You sound so pretentious when you say it's like so sarcastic when you say shit like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> First, I know you're not. It's just the yeah. tone. It's like yeah, it's my humor. Fucking pandering it, asshole. It's, it's, it's in a playful way. Like, I know. I, I don't actually. Mean I love it. it. I completely understand it. It's just yeah. I love. It's so funny. I love the tone. <laughs> the tone fucking kills uh, me. First time I heard Auntie's diary and otherwise uh, sober, and I got like yeah, yeah. Um. Can I also like that he finally let go of his a savior complex he's had for fucking years? Yeah, because he kind of put that on himself. Mm-hmm. But like, hip hop has also put that on him. Yeah, I was and, worried he was gonna head down that Eminem route, where it was like. You were the goat, and you were the goat for so long. Everyone was on your nuts saying you were the goat, mm-hmm. and you were saving hip hop. Mm-hmm. That you're getting too wrapped up in it, and in your own, like your own bullshit. But yeah. he's 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 kind of climbed his way out of that. I feel for sure. So he's not going to end up in an Adam Sandler movie. Christ, I hope not. <laughs> I think. I think this is his last album. Real? No, he's too young. He. He. Talks a lot about how. How do I want to word it? I think he kind of feels like he's he's done what he can do. Can mm-hmm. now he has to like work on himself and just focus on his own life instead of trying <clears throat> to save everyone else's. Do you think that's why he took five years between this album? Because he was really yeah. working on like. What he was hoping was going to be his perfect album, that he, he would leave that as as the kind of the know, nail. But, but now you said it's like his third or fourth, so he's going to be like, fuck, I got to do it again. Well, again, that's just mine. Yeah. No, he means uh, like my third favorite oh, album. Yeah. Yeah. But I, no, and it's, I've seen a lot of meh reviews on this album. He's only done five, and you thought yeah. it was his top three. No, top three. Well, he's done five. He's done a lot of like other EPs and LPs and sidetracks and shit like that. But mm. um, the the reaction has been not as. Super positive as I feel. like. No one's shitting on it by any means, but everyone's kind of yeah. like, eh. yeah. But sonically, like you said, that one track, um, that's his best one musically. You thought, um, Father Time. Father Time. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that like think uh, Savior or no Mirror. Here is the last song. Okay. Yeah. So it. yeah. So I think sonically and musically, it's it's never like, he's never been known for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people were looking for more stuff that direction with the lyrics yeah and especially in, in like modern music and stuff like that it's very like noise and this is not that it points this is it points in this album it's almost a fucking book like poetry there's not a whole well, lot of music going on it always has been for him well it is but i'm saying more pure poetry where there's not like any music yeah. in the background yeah where it's very light musically and then just huge it's back to actual r&b no, because like I said, because that would be like music. I mean, rhythm and poetry, right? Yeah, but like he's it, doing poetry too with rhythm. There is, but again, there's very little. So it's it's very just. It's almost like slam poetry at moments and at points yeah. and stuff like that, which is just amazing. Like, yeah, it was really good. There's a reason he won a Nobel Peace Prize. I mean, he won a Nobel Peace Nobel Peace Prize. Okay, a Pulitzer or a Pulitzer. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like you. I'm like, what did he do? <laughs> yeah. Nobel, no, sorry, he won a Pulitzer. A Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. Like, World peace. A real yeah. breakthrough in science. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, uh, he won a Pulitzer for science years or ago, culture and stuff, but all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the 
a second half, it just kind of feels like he's saying goodbye. Is it a Pulitzer for journalism? Mm-hmm. And and culture and yeah, cultural there's, impact. Yeah, and there's okay. different yeah. like kind of categories and shit. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it did kind of feel like that. But he's too young. I there's mean, too much money on the table. The uh, chorus on the last song is "Hi, I chose me. I'm sorry." I think that's kind of like his mental health. I think he said, "I chose me for those five years." Where I walked away from the game for a little bit to get my shit right. I chose me. Yeah. I think this is about talking about those five years, that that big gap in between making, you know, a, an album. Could be. I mean, I hope not. Yeah. Because I, I feel like but he's like he's way too young. Like you want this to be his last one? No. I mean, of course, I want whatever's best for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not gonna say no to another album. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I definitely don't think he's done. Like, he's only like when his thirties, if that. I think he's gonna take another long break at least. I think I, he'll push I, out one more pretty quick, and then he'll take another break. I, I I believe this with like musical artists and stuff. Like the the actual artists in in the music industry, mm-hmm. like the few that are still there, um, don't pop out a new album every year. Yeah. They need to have like those life experiences in between I mean, making music. Can the first song he even says like I had writer's block for like two two years. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like a return almost. Yeah. Which I mean after five So he years, writes his own all of his own stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> most yeah, rappers most rappers of that genre do. Because you you can't really fake the kind of shit he's doing. Not the freeform yeah. stuff. Yeah. Not not even it's not freeform because he's not really a freestyle rapper. No. It's just the it's too personal. Okay, you can't fake that. Like it's too mm-hmm. you can, but not. I'm just saying, there's a lot of different genres of music out there that just they they buy music mm-hmm. and they sing. Outsource. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Hip hop is too. I think a lot of hip hop. It's too pure. That form, what he's doing, is too pure. Okay, it's impossible. I don't, I don't think you can. Like Fifty Cent couldn't do what Kendrick Lamar does, no. And that's kind of what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, like Ludacris, like when, Nelly. When, when you say hip hop, I'm thinking of pop, and it's different. Well, I, and I, I mix it. Would you consider this hip hop or rap? What? What? It, you're more knowledgeable it's, than I am on this kind of genre. You say hip hop, I'm like hip hop, hip hop, hop. <laughs> hip hop is like the a blanket term. Mm-hmm. I kind of think rap is a subgenre. It's just another word for it. Yeah. I think rap and hip hop are different. Like when I think of hip hop, I think it's like more bubbly and energetic, and like whether it's aggressive, energetic, yeah. or, or or goofy, energetic, whatever. It's like more of that. There's a beat to it. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Like I would say, like, like, go ahead. Sorry. No, I mean, I, I don't have as much opinions about music as Eric does, but I love music. Yeah. I, I like I, mm-hmm. I don't know individuals yeah. and stuff, but like when a song resonates with me, I'm like, fucking, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm, st- I'm stuck on it for life. You know, yeah. I would say like Ludacris, like I was saying, or like Ludacris, Nelly, Ja Rule, I would call that hip hop because it is more like, hey, but then I would call like Nas and fucking Rakim and, and Kendrick, I'd call that rap. I'm the opposite. Really? Yeah. Okay. Which, hmm. I get I get why, but I think that's kind of how it sits with me. I think I got a artist in my head mixed up with what you just said. Hmm. When when you said Nas, you're not talking about the the the, the cowboy guy or the one that went to hell. That's Lil stuff. Nas X. I was like, that's yeah. not yeah anywhere on the same genre no, as what you guys know. If you guys have been talking about, he's really good too. Though. I, I like Lil Nas X. No, but, Lil but I'm Nas saying X. if you guys have been talking yeah. this entire time 
about Kendrick Lamar and then you put him on the same level <laughs> as, as X, no. I was like I'm listening to a bunch of idiots. Yeah, <laughs> no. I was like I would really take your guys' opinion for like No, side. Nas was like a very deep hardcore Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, East Coast. Yeah. yeah. One Mike is still one of my favorite tracks of all time. Er, I love One Mike. Did I just fuck up? No, Nas. He was East Coast, right? Yeah, Nas from New York. Right? Okay. You're about to get shot. I don't want to get fucking drawn and quartered. <laughs> yeah. You and your guys. Yeah. Man. Good album. Good music. Yep. Um, I think on that, we're going to wrap it up today. Uh, always wrap it up. Always Grip. wrap it up. Unless right. you don't want to, it's yeah, fine. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I I pull out. It works. Doing the butt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're terrible. Um, thank you so much for listening. I saw a joke yeah. online. This guy had a water bottle and he crushed it up and he told a group of girls to say, "I'm sorry," and it's like, and they all did, and it said, "Now did that fix it?" And they're like, "No." So then he blew it up and he's like, "One blowjob did." Jeez. And they all laughed, and everybody had a happy ending. Not actually a happy ending. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. that type of oh, video. Okay. Everybody, we're going to get laid. <laughs> Thank you, Rodney. Um, <laughs> raise the roof. Um, the roof. The roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Let that motherfucker burn. We should brown note blood on gag. Yeah. Yeah, we can yeah. do that. Yeah. Is that um, music or a movie? It's a m- song. They're a band. Or a band, sorry. A Bloodhound Gang? Or we'll a Bloodhound Gang. I got confused because the whole concept is movies. <laughs> and you guys said that. I'm like, is it a music? Well, and then... Is it we, a music? Well, and then as I described it, I said movies, music, video games. I know, but I'm like, we did one. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, check out... Uh, we're going to be releasing a, a new podcast, new kind of thing. Side, bonus episodes, uh, sideshow. Side yeah. Sideshow. Um, a little side piece. Yeah, on the same channel. Extra, extra content for all you yeah. right, lads yeah. and ladies out yeah. there. It'll be on the same channel or stream. Same feed. Same feed. There's yeah. the word I'm looking for. the Thank same you. socials. Yep, exactly. You know, Chaotic Logic um, on Facebook. Chaotic Pod on Twitter. Doing those Amber Heard bumps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Amber Bump. It was the Amber Bump. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, <laughs> Like I said, you know where the socials are, but uh, just in case you don't, Jeff, hit them up. What are they at? You can catch us at Chaotic Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We're mm-hmm. at Chaotic Logic Podcast on Facebook. We're mm-hmm. found at any or almost all podcast platforms you can find. So right. reach out and find us. Yeah. Eric is at uh, on the Twitch machine from time to time. Easy stuff is all caps. All right. caps. Yeah. Check out our Facebook page of uh, pictures of us. Uh, our characters on Red Dead Redemption online. <laughs> um, we play some PUBG from time to yeah. time together and always have a blast. We should just have a photo shoot of us making peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> we we talked about peanut butter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter, potato. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, keep your hands up, your eyes open, and your feet moving. Everybody. Log off. Bye. 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 Oh, yeah. What's ever? Jeffrey, don't. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about Curious George. <laughs> what? Why? Vin Diesel is because this song upside down. Oh. I was like, Vin Diesel is a tiny, like Dude, a tiny Vin Diesel. What? <laughs> Curious George. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little Vin Diesel George. <laughs> In those triple motorcycle <laughs> The Rock's walking around in a that, yellow trench that coat. giant <laughs> trench coat, yeah. <laughs>
the rock. Rock is just the owner. The man with the yellow hat. I live for being a little monkey. I live for this shit. I love being a monkey. I'm so curious. Oh god, I gotta take the sweater off. Oh fuck me. Oh god damn it. I don't know how you guys didn't put Jack Johnson together in serious jokes. Oh god, I don't know. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. I am openly weeping. Holy, Holy fuck. Shit. Oh. I'm saving this recording. That was so This entire little Jack I'm crying. Kapucha <laughs> Finn. Don't even change his face. Just have like a CGI monkey around his his normal face. <laughs> no, no, it's Vin Diesel on all fours like Andy fucking Circus. <laughs> Before they put the CGI on him, his Gollum, he's just fucking running around. Got the whole little balls on him. But they don't even do it. <laughs> they, just, they can just tell if they do something and watch him act. <laughs> this poor man. Oh man. <laughs> He's way more successful than us. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> oh poor Vindy. <Vindy's. laughs>